welcome to the season wrap-up of Yeah, We Read It. I'm one of your hosts, Maggie. I'm also one of your hosts. My name's Laura. And this season, we have been covering Jenny Hans, The Summer I Turned Pretty. Um, it, It's been a wild ride, and we get to do it in the summer, which is great. Yeah, honestly, we could not have aligned this season more perfectly, because right when the summer was starting... I was um, reading this trilogy. It's kind of fun too, because I'm trying to lately on the ver- on the edge of another decade um, imagine my life as if I'm a high schooler now I mean, and basic- act like that. I mean, basically, we're we all go through a high school phase. I feel like with every decade of your life, you know, yep. it's like you had one in, like when you turned like 20, 21. You had one when you turned like you know 18. You were in high school. It's an entire vibe. It works. It absolutely works. 29. I'm trying to make this like. Like, I'm as if I'm 19, as if I myself am having a Belly Fisher hot girl summer. I mean, you're basically in a love triangle if love triangle was equal to being in a long term healthy relationship. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I could be in a love triangle with Mac, Cheese, both of them. There's two in the word. I don't know. Listen, it's, it's okay. We're thinking it out. Listeners. We're thinking, we're it, thinking out. it out. The joke isn't done. The beauty of it is that, you know, nothing has to be set in stone, much like Belly's decisions. For the Fisher Brothers, this entire book series until like the very, very end. Oh my God. And decisions she makes. Yeah. Um, which I do love that. I feel like as an adult, you get to a point where you're like, my actions have consequences Ugh. and long lasting ones. And the split decisions you might make at 19, they're not going to last forever. Okay. And I will say, I feel like Belly didn't have to deal with like consequences very often. No. Like, and it's like, I feel like there was consequential moments in this book series. Like, obviously, like, when she and her mom had that fight and her mom, like, slaps her. But, like, again, all of those, like, consequential moments felt very much just, like, fleeting moments. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she kind of deserved it, too. Because I know she said something about, like, she was like, well, I wish I was Susanna's daughter. And, like, you're constantly letting her down, even in death. And I'd be like... I'm sorry. I know you're my daughter, but that is my best and, friend. And Belly does acknowledge, like, she is trying to get a rise out of her in that moment. So... But if that's your only consequence, no wonder you're going to run off at 24 and get married. First trying when you're, like, 19? I would never, ever want to be married oh at 19. Gosh. Yeah, no, and I think my my biggest qualm with Belly is... Not not the fact that she's so indecisive and doesn't deal with consequences. Yeah. Is that she is so immature. Like, it'd be different, I feel like, if she was getting married and more sure of herself. But she was getting married to, like, prove something to people and, like, herself mostly. And it was, and it's like, a lot of Belly's actions were based off of her being an insecure child. Yeah. And that's what I didn't like. I wanted her to be more confident. Like, I would have been like, you can get married at 19 if you're fucking confident as as. All, all well, hell. I mean, and she had a lot of those growing pains that, like, we thought were really relatable yeah. in college. Where you get to college, you kind of become friends with the people who are closest to you. They're not the closest friendships, but they're on your yeah. floor. And you're like, how the fuck do I make my own girlfriends? And yeah. her whole identity was completely wrapped up in Jeremiah. Oh. You need those years to, like, find yourself. And I don't think you can between 19 and 24, too. Well, what are you doing there? I mean, and arguably, though, she made her entire identity pining after the Fisher oh, no. brothers. Like, that was, it, it was, like, an entire air about her that, like, she only, like, lived in the summer. It felt like she used her actual, like, years to, like, think about what happened the previous summer and what could happen the next summer. Which is so exhausting. I know. Yeah. It's, like, really sad about how... Um, like, an entire season just kind of, like, 
spread out over time like like you're working like one job and you're keeping all your savings to live off of for a year relatable to relatable. one of these hosts one of these hosts but like you can't just liquidate all of your memories of that especially when you're young it's no. like all of the seasons are great and then what about your real life because summer is not it's not real time yeah and also it's like there's there's a good things about the other seasons yeah Paul, Amazing. Winter, less amazing, but... love winter. I you, love it. But, you know, you can get some good quality time with the people you cherish in the winter. Yeah. Then there's spring. Come on, belly. 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 I do wonder if Jenny Han, when writing this, because, like, obviously, we have criticisms, but I did love this series. I yeah. thought it was really fun. But I wonder if Jenny Han went out of her way to be like, Belly's going to be an unlikable person. Um, yeah. Because... I don't know. I think the selfishness and the getting wrapped up in, like, boys is a big thing Mm. as, like, a kid that can happen. But for it to completely consume your life to the point you don't get books outside of summer. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Is it a lesson in, like, trying to teach, like, women of, like, don't make men your entire identity? Because at the end... I still didn't really feel like it was like Belly's happily ever after. And maybe that's kind of what she deserves for how she has structured her life. Yeah. Yeah. That's such an interesting thing because it is just like Belly is in a way two dimensional at times where it's just like all of Belly, Belly's aspirations are the Fisher brothers. Yes. And it's just like, why would your aspirations just be... A boy. Like, I don't even know her favorite subject. No, what did she, what was her degree going to be in? Did they ever say that? I don't think so either. Exactly. She's getting her MRS degree. Her MRS degree. Which, I mean, if it is kind of like a lesson, and I think that Jenny Han is like smart enough, where if we're going to compare our other Jenny Han series, uh, To All the Boys I've Loved, you know, like she does make Peter a big part of her life, but she also has John Ambrose. Yeah. She wants to go to University of Virginia. She realizes, I can't go to the same college yeah. as, like, my boyfriend. I like these new things. And I was like, so Jenny knows how she's writing. But so that I'm, series was also written after this, so I also wonder. Oh, really? Yeah, To All the Boys came out second, I'm pretty sure. Huh. So I also wonder, I'm going to actually fact check that so I'm not just speaking out of my little booty. Hey, that's that's okay. Sometimes um, we love, if you speak with confidence... Everyone will believe exactly, you. Exactly, but I'm also wondering um, if it's almost like if I'm correct in figuring it out that when did this first book came out? Aha! Yes. Okay. 2009 to 2011 was the first trilogy. 2014 is when To All the Boys came out. So what I'm thinking is oh. maybe Jenny Han realized like, man, maybe I did make Belly's kind of entire motivation just like boys, and like yes, she had very real moments in her life. So maybe in in a kind of a let me explore an actual route where somebody is finding themselves outside of romance yeah. still um, is where Child of Boys comes in. Yeah. And I mean, I personally, as much as like, I couldn't stand Belly that much. I think I liked this more than To All the Boys. Sometimes I thought To All the Boys dragged on, but I think it was a, That's it so was true. a more, um, profound um experience of being like okay this this is high school and like there are boring moments and it is lulls but yeah. you know you're close to your family you're gonna leave and things like that and that was relatable and this yeah. felt like it verged on fantasy almost because we don't have a beach house we no. don't have like rich friends that we're gonna stay for three months we could just completely leave our world when re- reading the summer I turned pretty and that's what made it really I, fun I think something about this book only existing at this you know summer house 
does make it so fantastical that it does make it like it's not reality it's a dream world almost yeah and that is what makes it so much more fun in a way than to all the boys because to all the boys it's like yeah i remember going to high school and i remember doing finals and fucking midterms yeah and I worked at a retirement home. Like, I can relate to that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For but, sure. When but I- this is so unrelatable that it's fun. It is. Like, <laughs> like whenever I'm, like, criticizing Belly, for sure, I'm never criticizing the writing because I had so much fun Oh, my God. No, series. Jenny Han is, is a really good writer because she very much writes in a, a vignette style, which I think a lot of YA authors don't do. Because in both of the series and to all the boys, there's that kind of vignette style where we are having chapters that are a couple pages mm-hmm. or we're kind of jumping forward or backwards to kind of talk about a memory that's adjacent to what's going on with the characters. Yeah. So her writing style is great. It is really great. And like even sometimes there's like flashbacks that feel unnecessary, but there's other ones that I'm like, oh, you know what? I could have read a author trying to scramble to like filter this throughout the book. Yeah. Or I could have just read like, Jeremiah fucked up, mis- hurt his dad, Mr. Fisher's really nice blender, and he reacted like an asshole. And this is a kid. And yeah. then I needed no other chapter besides those two pages yeah. of him getting really mad at a kid who cannot control things. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's it's cool that we kind of learn about these characters through their memories in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is just really fun. And this book was just so digestible. Like, I was able to read these in, like... A day or two. Like, they were just, like, gobble, gobble. You know? Oh, they were so good. And then, like, I feel like they ended at a point where, like, I didn't need to know anything else. Because I really do feel like, like, the reconciliation for her getting Conrad in the end is that she she won it. And then she's not going to want it later on. I really think they would get a divorce later. Yeah, no. But basically, yeah. How it is set up in the book, it's just, like, I don't think they're endgame at all. I think they are going to implode at some point. Absolutely. I stand by that thought. Yeah. Um, I do love that she, like, wrote to all the boys the book series later on, and then that was the first one that was adapted um, book to screen, and then got to return to The Summer I Turned Pretty, which we both started watching recently. Yeah. And she, I feel like she probably had a blast with these books. There were probably things she was like, uh, I didn't love that, and if I could revisit it and redo it, I would. And then she became an executive producer. Yeah. And the show fucking whips. The show whips, and, like, the show also kind of updates, I think, a lot of the characters and story moments for the times, like, social media is a thing and things like that. Yeah. But it also, I think, gives a lot more dimension to everybody, which is cool, and there's still a lot of those moments that, you know, we love. But they also come at completely different times, mm-hmm. um, which is also just fascinating. Um, no, so I'm, I'm really excited to see how the series keeps, uh, divulging and I'm, um, yeah, I'm kind of excited to see how they play out this like love triangle. Yeah. Um, especially cause Maggie and I have attested this, that Belly in the series is a lot different from Belly in the books in a really good way. Mm-hmm. She's a lot more sure of herself and more confident. She doesn't seem afraid of you know, liking boys. She seems like a little awkward, but she's like kind of figuring it out. Yeah. Um. So yeah, no, it's a very cool um, juxtaposition. And I'm also glad that out of the two, that this is the one that got to be turned into like a television series. Oh, because if, yeah. If we managed like a, the summer I turned pretty movie, we would have to water down a lot of these like relationships. Yeah. To kind of get to the point. And ASAP. I mean, that was one of our big critiques was like, ugh, she put Conrad on such a pedestal. Why? Yeah. I never got the allure. I never got if it was just, like, he was smoking hot. I yeah. mean, she had, like, Anika, I guess, in the third book, 
hit on him. So I was like, all right, well, other people find him hot. Maybe he is really hot. Yeah. Taylor hit on him. Whatever. But, like, he was put on such a pedestal. And I do think that that is a huge trap. At least we fell into. I don't know how younger women are now. I, I feel like women don't pit each other together but I also am around a lot of younger women and and bitches is still thrown around like they are in constant competition but I think it is really interesting Billy in the context of how she panders after these guys and ignores Taylor yeah where her priorities are with like her female relationships and her male relationships and how that really impacts I mean impacted like us growing up in the times of the 2000s too you know yeah no exactly and a lot of that seems very different in the way the show is played out like it very much like their friendship seems a lot healthier and like even the relationships with conrad and relationships with jeremiah they all seem a lot healthier and less of like a i like this person because i feel like i should because that's kind of how the book always seems like belly very much talks a lot about like well like Susanna always thought one of us was good. Like, I was going to wind up with one of them. But it's like, but Belly, what do you actually like about Conrad and Jeremiah? Like, we, we never get know. that. We get the things she dislikes about them constantly. And they are so mean to her. And she constantly excuses the behavior. Because, like, men are these people who are given so many opportunities yeah. to mess up. You, like, baby them because... I feel like, I don't know if, like, mothers do it, so then you, like, like see that happening. I mean, we didn't know because Steven was, her brother was not a fleshed-out character. But then, like, Taylor would have those genuine moments of just, like, being upset she's not invited to a summer house party. Yeah. And then they don't talk for, like, two months. Yeah. Like, I really feel like it is kind of crazy how new um, the idea of, like, women don't need to pit each other against each other is to, like, modern vernacular. Like, I truly don't think yeah. it was until, like, the Me Too movement, like, 2016. I, I feel like it was definitely getting introduced in media sooner because I feel like the, I think the first example I give to a lot of my, like, male film people that who are, like, write women characters yeah. um, is in Parks and Recreation, um, oh, yeah. Leslie and Rashida Jones' character, whose name I'm blanking on right now. And um, Perkins. Perkins. They never fight in that series. They, they are don't. they are just friends. And, like, the, that is never a source of plot. And, like, that, I think, was, like, kind of a great, great move to be, like, great, this doesn't have to be a source of entertainment is these women against each other. That is kind of interesting. Yeah. Like, I feel like a bit of, like, SNL in the later 2010s was like, you know, like in high school, my closest girlfriends, we'd be like, who's Tina Fey? Who's Amy Poehler? Who's Kristen Wiig? Yeah. Who's the Maya Rudolph of like our relationships? Yeah. No, it's like, I... Damn, I, comedy I, women, bringing women together. Right? No, exactly. But it's like, I feel like it is so easy for women to be like, I have to be compared to something. And I think a lot of people fall into mm. the who's who of this situation. Oh, um, I love those. I'm always which like... Which can be fun, but they can also be detrimental. I think it's like... Depending on what you're comparing. If you're like, who's yeah. Cinderella? Who's the fucking rat in the show? Like... <laughs> oh, yeah. But it depends. It depends. Like, there's a line. I think I will... I, I'm trying to get it back into, but I think like with... um um I project all the time onto yeah. ones. And I think I moved out of like who's who's the more fun one into, like, who's the more deep characters. And when, like, there's female friendships that, like, are pitted against each other in shows, I always think it is, like, such a good way of being able to, like, discuss problems in your own friendship. Interesting. It's not like like I look at the conflict and I'm, like, being catty and petty and I'm like, that's us. So what'd you learn about our friendship from Billy and Taylor? (laughs) I'll, like, watch this 
remind me of a friendship um, that, you know, conflict is intimacy. It happens. Yeah, um, conflict happens. It's fine. But I think you can, like, take a lot of uh, problems that they portray and, like, adapt them to your own. I mm. mean, with, like, Taylor and Belly, I don't really know because it's not like we're both, uh, we've never chased the same man. We never will chase the same people. Yeah. I think we have also like when we do, I think it's like camaraderie. Yeah. I think it's like yeah. we're having fun. Exactly. And I, I do think a lot of Belly and Taylor's friendship is just like that central chase. Sometimes yeah. being but in the way. Some like the way in the books, Belly and Taylor's friendship definitely feels like a well, we've been friends for so long. Yeah. That like it's kind of like, yes, that we're in a way growing apart, but we still kind of choose to kind of keep that link. So it's more of a friendship about, like, space rather than substance in a way. It is. Yeah. I mean, because she has, like, such a problem when Belly starts, like, making new relationships and friendships with, like, Anika and, like, different parts of her life. And that is a, it's a hard. real thing. Curveball. Because then you're like, oh, but, like, we know everything about each other. Yeah. And it's like, okay, but your life also moves past that. Yeah. So... And I mean, that's probably why Belly loves the boys too. She's like, it's all nostalgia, and it's like, okay, but as adults, yeah, it's like okay, like each other, yeah. But it's like also, it's like, yeah, nostalgia can't be like the grounds for a relationship, Belly. No, Um, that's bad. That's the bad bad theme from the book. (laughs) You gotta have nostalgia, and then also just mutually making more memories to have nostalgia for it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Um. What are other aspects of this book? Oh, also, <laughs> what are the ones? Deep, deep in thought. Pause. Speaking of, okay, because like I mean, we talk nonstop on Yahoo Reddit about the chase of boys, how the male gaze of impacted women. We know a lot of the yaw, the young adult books we read were about yeah. it. But I do like that this one I think is very different from other ones because not only do we get Taylor and Belly, we get Beck and Susanna. Yeah, and we get like to see a friendship that did grow from childhood into late adulthood. Yeah. And I thought that was so sweet because, I mean, like, I think Laurel was kind of a hard ass. I think that she was really protective of Beck. Mm -hmm. Um, And also, like, I I think, like, her growing into her grief and, like, losing herself in it and not really caring for the people who are present. I was like, damn, that would suck. Like, I feel like losing a best friend of years is so much different than, like, losing her husband that she chose to divorce. Well, yeah, and all, yeah. Well, and also, yeah, death is a completely different ball game than oh, yeah. a breakup. But yeah, no, I really love that we did get these moments of like learning more about like the moms especially mm-hmm. and that's what I really love about what the show is doing um I've, I'll say it before I'll say it again listeners we have started watching this show <laughs> um but no I they're really giving like storylines to both parents and like mm-hmm. exploring like how they don't have it all figured out and they do fuck up. And Laurel's way less of a hard ass. Like, cause like Laurel to a point did get very unbelievable to me that I was just like, but like, nobody's just like a hard ass all the time. Like what is this? It felt just like she was, she's always the rigid one. It's like, nobody's just rigid. Like 
That's she really a- was a hard ass the whole time. It yeah. seemed like Beck got to be the like happy fun one. And yeah. I'm like, okay, but then where's the balance? Like, yeah. what are Beck's vices? What are Laurel's virtues? Exactly. Yeah. It felt very much like, uh, well, Laurel's bad cop and Susanna's good cop, and it's like, well, no, everybody has. They're, they each have to have those other moments as well. Because Conrad kind of made a point of it, too, when he was, like, talking to Belly, and he was, like, indicating, and we have a passage about, like, him calling Laurel, like, mom, too, mm-hmm. and um, Belly is talking to him, being like, you're so lucky you have Beck as, like, a mom, and Conrad's like, no, I'm not, like, sometimes I wish I had your mom, and that was really it. I feel like that was the only lens we got into, and I was like, why? Is it because, like, she cares about image and maybe Conrad's more introverted and yeah. he like doesn't like how much they have to like go out and be this happy nuclear family, yeah. which is what I assumed it was. Yeah. But you you didn't get it. And I mean, that's yeah. because she died that no one's, no one's going to spill <laughs> of the dead. Well, yeah. And it also goes into, it's like, I loved how like quickly readable these books were. I did love that there was just three of them. We got like straight to the point. Yeah. But we did kind of miss out on an opportunity to like, I think get a, more um, details and more substance and a lot of these aspects. Because this is a very, at like a, a base level, very rich idea and a rich story with rich characters. Yeah. And all these characters are super interesting. But I think the way we read them sometimes starts to divulge into um, surface level. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, if you asked me if I could write up a character analysis or description of Conrad, Jeremiah, and Belly, They'd be I a would, paragraph long each. I would like, be like, I don't know. One was the Homecoming King. Yeah. One was the Jughead Jones. And Belly... I, Belly was there. Like, Belly's entire personality is just like, and I'm here too. Couldn't even tell you what club sport or sport she did. I she mean, was, I guess she does, she does swimming. Oh, she does swimming, yeah. Yeah. She does volleyball on the show? She does volleyball on the show as a beach volleyball tournament. Oh. Just wait till you get to that episode. Oh, boy, I can't wait. <laughs> she's also a debutante. Yeah, she's a debutante in the book, which is also a fun little other yeah. hobby for her to have. <laughs> Again, we love that because that's a life I love never when live. women characters get hobbies in media. <laughs> Thank God. Debutante will never... I feel like those balls are so fascinating. When they did it in She's the Man, I was like, ooh, tell me all of the inner right? workings. Honestly, I, it, it's it's a great plot line to have somebody be in a like a, a space doing a hobby that they're like, I'm kind of here because my mom made me. And that's what it was in She's the Man and that's what it was also in um, yeah. this show. And it's great. That's great that they're making like Cousins Beach also a character because it was yeah. such a central character to the plot. I feel like it's like if we were going back to our analogy of making character sheets, I could write pages on Cousins Beach and like the impact it has and the reasoning and meaning behind it. Like yeah. I feel like Cousins weirdly is the most robust and thought out character in the book series. Yes, which is why this was so engrossing was because I could visualize it. I was like, yeah, okay, I got it. On the pier, there is an arcade. There's a small boardwalk and it's, there's that one expensive store yeah. that all the moms love to yeah, shop at. Yeah, it's like you could really like feel its presence and why it was so important. Debutante High Society, yes. yes. I'm like, this place exists in the Hamptons and like they have their own culture themselves mm-hmm. entirely and um, I... Sometimes we got, like, Belly being at odds with that culture, but also I was, like, I don't know. I feel like you fit into the upper middle, like, rich, higher class so much more than just, like, that one paragraph of her being, like, I could tell we were different because they had money and we didn't. And I was, like, okay. And how does that, like, so do your clothes, like, not fit? Like, are they, like, ugly? Things like that. It's, like, Like, no, you're just normal. You're insecure. You're normal middle class, not upper middle class is what we're hearing. (laughs) I guess so. Yeah. No, it was, 
And it just reeks of summer. I think that's like the thing about this mm. book is it really does just kind of have all of the summer vibes, which is like a weird way to describe a book. Because I don't think I've yeah. ever had like a book be like, you know, it just really reminds you of like winter or like fall. But since <laughs> summer is such like a central part of this book and the way it's written and talked about it, it's, it just has such like nostalgic summer vibes. It does. Uh, and that's what makes it so fun and cute. It does. And it's not even like the activities I feel like they do. I think it's just like the setting of the boardwalk and then also that like thing where you finally are out of school and you're like, I have summer vacation. And yeah. you go someplace that is specifically for summer vacation. Uh, a dream. I could like feel unpacking in like yeah. the lake house and being that close to the beach and getting to go at night. Uh, I think that it was like the night activities that really solidified it for yeah. me. Yeah, Like you had access to the beach if you wanted to go think. And it like you could picture how dark it was. You could swim at night mm-hmm. with the lights on. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, this makes me think of summer. Yeah. And it's like we also can't talk about, I think, this book without comparing the existence of this love triangle to the other love triangles we've Edward seen. And, on y- and y'all, we read it. We haven't gotten there yet, Maggie. <laughs> but we have had other love triangles on this this podcast jeremiah would be the steven salvatore uh well, no. conrad would be david i'm thinking even like you know not even like saying like who's who in this but i'm you just saying you know i love doing that i know but i don't think it applies because i feel like this is weirdly one of the most believable love triangles we've gotten yeah because it feels like in like vampire diaries we were constantly being like does dame how is damon fitting in here like he just it's like <laughs> he, like because we were just kind of like it felt very like written in a way where it's just like and Damon's just kind of, like, interested in Elena, but she doesn't really seem to like him back, but then suddenly she does. I really thought he just really wanted to fuck her. Yeah. And then, and then, and then since he didn't, he stuck around so long that he accidentally developed feelings, and he was like, fuck, oh and God. I'm not fucking her. What the hell is going and, on? And then there was a time that we thought they had sex, and then they ended up they didn't. That was that weird motel plot. Um, oh, God, yeah. that book is, like, I don't even think I could explain to you plot points of that <laughs> book anymore. That's, the one when you... they go to the underworld is just, like, so insane. And then they become, like, Bonnie, her, and um, the other girl. Meredith. Become, Meredith becomes slaves. Yeah. So I was like, what the fuck is happening? Hot. Um, no, but then also in, like, the world of, like, Hunger Games with that love triangle, that felt very much like a very B-C-E-F plot line to yeah. the thing. And it also was, like... Katniss wasn't really romantically interested in either of them. They were both interested in her. So it was weird to be like, this is a love triangle that she doesn't even really want to be in. It was kind of weird too, because I feel like in Hunger Games, like I think that Summer I Turned Pretty did this so well. I think there are only like two types really of people. And then um, everyone is kind of like a different genre of Mm -hmm. that type of person. And I think in the Hunger Games, it was always so weird to me because it felt like, Gail and Peta were, like, the same version of that. Like, Gail yeah. is, like, the person who is comforting for a really long time. You go back to them. But it's not, like, an exciting love. It's yeah. not, like, something that you take a chance on and you could really get hurt and it's passionate. Mm-hmm. It felt like it was passionate and comfortable. And so sometimes I was, like, so then why isn't she going for Gail? And then it was, like, Peta's comfortable but not really passionate. And I was, like, I, yeah, okay, not, then why are you into Peta? And that's the thing. I think in Hunger Games, they were both different forms of comfort love. Yes. They weren't passionate at all. And that's the thing where I'm like, I'm, I can't be team either of them because she's literally with Peta because she grew into that comfort. Yes. And she was with Gail because that's the comfort she knew. And like, Jeremiah, like, I think that this was like the perfect example of like, I'm like, oh, okay, so this makes sense because Jeremiah yeah. is like comfort love and you're like, 
it's a really deep love. And we could be, like, partners in the sense yeah. of, like, you know, we could do life together. And then Conrad is, like, I am fucking obsessed with this guy. Yeah. And, like, I know him, but I don't really know him. Yeah. And they also, the, the thing that was good about this is they also did give, like, those moments that, like, Jeremiah can turn in and be passionate love. Like, when they, like, first make out in the car and she talks about, like, oh, my God, I'm, like, turned on because, like, I feel so wanted right now. Yeah. And I'm enjoying this more than I ever even fathomed. So it was, like, so it, it wasn't just one note, I think, with Jeremiah being, like, the, the obviously the not chosen one, which I really liked because I feel yeah. like I in a lot of these love triangle situations, they like to just say, like, this is this is the final choice. So we can't yeah. really, we can't really build up the other one. It was like a really mature love to experience yeah. at that age. Exactly. Um, and I think the only other good love triangle we've gotten to see in this podcast um, entirety timeline is, and this was a smaller one, the one with Tally, David, and Zane, I want to say his name is, in the Uglies trilogy. It was Zane. Because um, th- that was like a very different type too, where it's like she didn't get either of them at the end. She didn't, right? And they died. Yeah, and they were both, Aww. like, very different types of passionate. Like, because, like, she was going to overthrow the government with both of them, but obviously, yeah. you know, she turned pretty, and then, like, it was just, like, David made sense when she was running away, but now that she's on the inside, Zane makes sense here. Yeah. So then it's, like, and that's, that's I think that's my favorite love triangle we've seen, because that was very... Very thought out. That was thought out too. And I also felt like it was one of the healthier ones. Yeah. Because I think that David and Zane, I don't really feel like I remember them having beef. I think David was like, I'm sad that you're not with me, but I don't think he ever punished her for it. Yeah. And like, I think in the end, like kind of became comrades with Zane. Yeah. Yeah. And I think the weirdest thing about this entire book series as a whole is that we never see a moment between Conrad and Jeremiah Talking about the fact that they both love the same person. That is absolutely something I think we needed. You are siblings. You literally live together. Like, I mean, like, I, I think there's, like, sometimes an inherent competitiveness in in siblings that is rooted in parents putting that on them. So maybe it's, like, we can't talk to each other about those yeah. things. But then you get older and you're out of, like, what, school you know, club sports, these other things that are so arbitrary. Yeah. And then you're like, all right, we got to talk about some of the stuff that we went through. And by the by the time they're end, I'm like, I still don't know if they're even friends. Right? Like, is it just more of like, a, well, you got her, man. I'll be at the wedding. Like, what? I guess. Like, and like, even like the fact that they never even had those moments in like the third book when like Conrad was clearly so pissed off that they were getting married. And it's like, Conrad, you had two years at this point to be like, hey, we should talk about, like, this entire thing that happened and the fact that you are dating the person that I also was in love with and still am. Like, they never had this... Go to int- therapy, guys. They never had those intimate conversations. Yeah. I mean, it was always just, like, you know, it, exciting. It, it made them accessories. It just made them accessories in a way. It did. Yeah. Which is a bummer. It really did. It is but a But not bummer. as much of an accessory as Stephen was to this book because, boy, did he... Stop existing at a certain point. Why didn't they flesh out if Taylor and Steven were, like, kissing? That's another thing, I want to see more of that! That's a very relatable thing for a very... Not even, like, a niche thing, but I also think that that's another media trope that we grew up with of, like, the older brother of the best friend, and how do I do that? Because then it'll hurt my friendship with them. I mean, I went through it. Like, it's it's nerve-wracking, and I was like, 
damn, we could also get that and she's going after them. Like, Edge of Seventeen does it a little yeah. bit in that movie. Yeah. And I always will fall for that plot. I think it's a really it's, fun plot. It's always interesting. And I think also when they were obviously, like, making this into a TV show, they saw that and they were like, that's a plot line. Because that happens in, like, episode two when they're exploring it. So. Ugh, that's great. Pretty great. I love that. Hey, yeah. we need more shows about love. I know there's, like, a huge uh, push right now for, like, shows not to feature love triangles and like canon no honestly no 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 we need to we need a love triangle we need love triangles it's, it's like the reason that dating shows are so popular is because those flourish on love drama and love triangles and squares other shapes i do think that is like a really interesting phenomenon of like kids now like yeah. we grew up with love triangles we grew up with like be a hopeless romantic, you know, like wear your heart on your sleeve, root for people to be together. And now it's like the kids, they do not want it. They are like, kids hate love now. They are like, why can't I succeed just on my own? Romance is um, like oppression. Like it's isolating. And I'm like, dang, we, we grew up in a capitalist society. You guys got to realize it's not individualism. It's a collective whole be romantics watch summer i turn pretty <laughs> well to be fair i feel like me growing up i was not into a lot of the romance is that i read because i was like i just feel like this is unnecessary like that's why i hated twilight because i was like i don't like that she's so dependent on this guy oh i yearned. so i feel like that's not something that's a brand new concept personally i mean it but, is a thing that they're talking about yeah. like larger media criticism is yeah. that people like but i, I mean, definitely think that was a product of a lot of people in our generation being like uh the, the you need the boy at the end you know oh yes i think that that was definitely pushed in yeah. like film and books yeah 100%. um to a point and now the kid the kiddos they don't want it they are like none of that but they need belly and conrad and jeremiah because jeremiah is by in the show so get it Get it. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to keep watching this show. I am sad this season's over. Like, a part of me is like, again, like I said, I'm glad this was only three books. Part of me was just like, maybe a fourth book, though. I could have done it. Could have done a fourth book. I could have done a fourth book. I, I would have been kind of curious to book. see what happened later on. Um, but I wouldn't want her to go back to Jeremiah. I think at that point, I'd be like, we're milking it. Oh, uh, I honestly, if in 10 years, Jenny Han writes like a Where Are They At Now book, of the summer I turned pretty and it's like 20 years from now and like she just like tells me what happened to everybody I would absolutely read that kind of like I would buy it exactly like Hunger Games did a did a you know later book or an early book prequel give me give me even a prequel of like what Susanna and uh and Laurel were like as kids I would do an extended uh prequel or sequel to the series like sweet so Jenny Han if that's that's an idea think about it that's an idea Maybe Mr. Fisher and Laurel. Well, we know that they did date beforehand. How yeah. did that pan out? Tell I want to know. Tell me. Tell me how they all got together. I want to know. Tell me. Tell me. Tell me. Come on, y'all. We read it too. Yeah. Um, I haven't DM'd you in a bit. Sorry about that, Miss Miss or Mrs. Han. I'm not sure. Um, yeah, Jenny Han. I've been tagging you on on our Instagram post. So if you could even just like one of those, that'd be awesome. I know you're really busy. I know you've probably read the messages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because I'm, I'm sure I'm sure she's just feeling all of her message requests. Yeah, I know. we know who you are, Jenny Han. So we get it. We, we get it's hard. Busy. You're busy. You're a busy girl. You can't text us back, but you can you can't always text us back. Don't worry. Oh, my doors God. always oh, open. Doors always open. Come on, anytime you want. We you're, get our friends get busy. Yeah, exactly. You know? <laughs> We'd love to just talk to you about your entire bookography because you're our first repeat author. You are. And you know what? If you write another one, we'll be right there. Exactly. We'll be right there holding your hand along the way. Um, I feel like I've spoken my piece on this I series. think I have too. 
and I'm I'm worried saying that because I feel like after this tonight, I'm going to text you and be like, you know what we didn't talk about? Oh, I know. I know. Uh, and it's I'll, okay. I'll have something. Okay. So junior I think, mint. Junior mint. Fuck that guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is a great transition into we have to pick our canceled character and our justice for character of the series. Okay. Um, I think canceled character. Gotta be junior mint. Gotta be junior mint. I would probably, I mean, it feels boring to say Mr. Fisher, but he cheated on his wife who had cancer with, like, a student of his. I don't know. A part of me still wants to pick Conrad because, you know, he was really emotionally abusive to Belly and just really manipulative and also tried to tell her he loved her, like, right before she was about to get married. That was so bad. Yeah, He okay. shoved her once. He punched a wall. Oh, he did punch the wall. All right, I'll change it to Conrad. Yeah. Because that's what I was going to go wanna, with. I don't want to be boring and cancel, like, him because it's so obvious, but I think I have to. It's the morally and ethically right decision. Yeah, we're going to cancel Conrad. And the Justice 4 character, and I, again, I don't want to, I don't want to be tropey, but a part of me wants to pick Jeremiah. Mm. But do you have a better Justice Four character? Um, Probably Susanna's also a pretty good one, considering she died. <laughs> considering she died, <laughs> Susanna. But if we if Susanna's off the table, I was going to say Taylor. Um, oh, that's also really. good. I think she deserved a lot more grace and a lot yeah. more of the benefit of the doubt. Um, just because I think uh, the loud, bubbly character who is a little bit spacey will always remind me of me, and um, I I really just think she like. Tried with Belly and tried her yeah. best to include her and do things in, like, her language that were mm-hmm. kind. I mean, it might not have translated. Yeah. And I feel like Belly really just had no patience for it. Mm-hmm. And it sucked. It's like, you can't punish someone for who they are. Yeah. So, in a way, you're kind of asking for justice for yourself. I guess I am. <laughs> what can I say? I project. Oh, my gosh. No, I think Taylor's a really good pick because it's like, I feel like Belly truly does not appreciate Taylor, because Taylor's spitting truth bombs a lot of this. And like, yes, yes some of Taylor's actions fall in on the she wrong pulls side. Conrad aside to be like, stop fucking with my best yeah. friend. That is a really hard thing like, to do. And she constantly is like never like mad at Belly for constantly going back, but is stern enough to be like, but you remember how this turned out the last time. She's never gonna be like, I'm never yes. gonna talk to you again if you get with Conrad. Yeah. Like she is supportive, but she she does kind of set those like, hey belly let's kind of be real for a second this is a pattern and this is bad like so Taylor really is a good friend and I feel like we were supposed to see her as like she's just a preppy girl who doesn't know anything but she's really really smart yeah um and I I think belly definitely didn't appreciate her enough no I don't think so so. yeah I agree justice for Taylor nice and fuck off Conrad fuck off Conrad if if we ever need to change canceled character we could call it our fuck off character of the week (laughs) (laughs) That'd be kind of fun. Oh, that would be fun. Um, and if you want to fuck on and come on our podcast, Jenny Han, you can DM us back on Twitter or TikTok. I haven't DM'd you on TikTok, but I could. Yeah. At yeah, we read it. Um, we are also on Instagram at Maggie underscore and underscore Laura. And Jenny Han, if you are old fashioned and wanted to get us uh in touch with us via email. Maggie and Laura present at gmail.com. It could be a really fun time. It could time. be a really, we, we promise we are a hoot. We've had rave reviews from the other authors we've had on. 
We have. Um, and this is going to put us in a great spot to tee up our 11th season. Holy shit. It, time flies when you're reading books it's when you're It's almost been three years. Yeah, three years in October. Wow. Um, this is really exciting. This is an, uh, an, another book series that was turned into a TV show. Sadly, Peacock did not renew it for a second Are season. Are you serious? No. Yeah, and I'm so mad. Uh, but we will be reading Karen McManus's uh, The One of Us Is trilogy uh, with the first book, One of Us Is Lying. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited because I know very little about this series. Yeah. It seems like a little mysterious, a little, 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 little cool. I love it. Hey, I love mystery books. And we do have a big surprise at the end of that series. Yeah, that so I, like, you have to stay, stay tuned for it. I'm not going to say. No. But you guys are going to be like, actually, that's pretty cool. You're going to so. be like, that's. Pretty freaking cool because the show is pretty cool. And that's going to be it for the summer. I turned pretty. We're, we hope you turned a little prettier listening to this uh, season. We know we did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> okay. Bye, everyone.